Hi, I'm Cheryl and Fenn. Hello, this is Christabel. Hello, this is Michael Horse. I'm Amy Shields. I'm Mark Frost. Hi, I'm Kimmy Robertson. Hey, Ben, this is David Duchovny. We have a beautiful, beautiful book. Twin Peaks Unwrap the Book. You can get it at bluerosemag.com. Supplies are limited. Uh, get this bad boy while it's hot. Want to say we're under the 300 mark for these books. Yes. And then yes. once they're gone, they are gone. Our thinking would be that the book would be gone by the end of the year. I mean, I don't even know if it's going to last that long. But the idea was that, hey, this is the 30th anniversary. Like, wouldn't it be cool just to have a book that could be available to really diehard Twin Peaks fans? Thank you for your interest and for your enthusiasm and, and keeping Twin Peaks alive. Ho, ho, ho. Season's greetings from Agent Cooper and the gang. All those Douglas furs up here in Twin Peaks. Welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazaska, and beside me as always is... Ben Durant. Hello, Ben. Hi, Brian. Uh, I was going to say happy birthday, but it's not your birthday, so uh, Merry Christmas. Wrong guy. <laughs> um, happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah, Merry Christmas. It is our Christmas special, um, and we decided to make it festival and festivities and fun and... Um, uh, we decided to do an homage parody episode. Yeah. Which Twin Peaks, when you dig deep, there was a lot of parodying and you don't realize the influence that Twin Peaks had on modern day TV. I think, th you know, this show came out in 92, but you fast forward to 2002 and a lot of these shows now, the people who grew up on it are now creating the shows and boy... That influence is there. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. Totally. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so much that, that I look at today and what's going on, and you, you can look yeah. back to Twin Peaks. And... Yeah, it blows my mind. Like, I knew there was influences, but when you start, um, like, Googling things and yeah. looking things up, you're like, oh, my God. Like, some episodes of TV series did this and that. And I'm like, right. wow, this is so cool. So, and so I learned a lot. Yeah, and so for today's episode, we're kind of going to focus on uh, parody, Twin Peaks parodies, and homage. We've been talking about this. I would say... <laughs> Let's not go too long on that. We're word. not going to... Yeah. We're going to get <laughs> we're gonna hate mail about this. So, yeah... So, I mean, there's so many out there, and I think uh, people listening, you guys should write in to us and mm. tell us what your favorites are. But we're yeah. just doing a few. I think you know we may, we might be you know probably under under 15. We might we might talk about today. Yes, right, something yes. like that. Yeah. And before we get going, I, uh, we do have cherry pie and eggnog in the uh, yeah, podcast bunker. Yes. <laughs> Eggnog and cherry pie. Yes, and I have coffee too. Wow. So I mean, I'm. I forgot my coffee, but uh, we can share mine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. So who's starting here? Uh, well, since you have the magical wire that gives audio, you can start if you like. Okay. So I, I'm going to start with a game. I think you might have a game as well. Yes. But uh, yeah. So there's video games we might talk about. I think we're going to talk about music and maybe television parodies. Yeah, lots, lots yeah. of stuff. Lots of stuff. So I thought I'd start with the Blair Witch Project video game 
And it was the Blair Witch Volume 1, uh, Rustin Parr. And so they, I think they made two games. They were short games that they put out on PC. And I had, I got the game when it came out. Now, did you get it because it was a Blair Witch property, or did you get it because you heard the Twin Peaks? I got it because it was a Blair Witch project, because the, the movie was cool. Enough. I liked the movie, yeah. too. I really liked the first one. Sequels, yeah. not so much. So this came out, this game came out October 3rd, uh, 2000, so okay. 15 years ago. Wow. It's been, I'm old. And uh, and so I actually was I was playing the game, and um, the main character is so it, it takes place um, in this town, and there's a mystery of I think girl going missing, mm-hmm. and this detective woman comes to this town that is right on the border of the woods and things, and so there's definitely some I feel like some Twin Peaks connection, and I thought I'd just play a little clip of her walking into a, a diner. It's Gretchen's diner. Wow. So do we have that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know. Wait, here we go. Hmm. This must be where pies go when they die. <laughs> so so and it sounded just like Agent yeah. Cooper. So too. there's this guy in a suit. I'm going to have to have pie since you yeah, mentioned There you should have some pie. So there's this guy in a suit, and uh, he's just eating pie. And his name is Hale with an H. Hale. And you know Dale Cooper yeah. and stuff. And then he, um, I think I have one other, I have one other clip uh, of that. It's a short clip, so oh, I'll just man. play that. Let's see. This must be go. This must be work. Damn fine cup of coffee. Damn I'll fine cup of coffee. This audio is not as good. But. Damn good coffee. So you would walk in there, <laughs> you would walk into the diner and he'd say different things, but he always was saying, damn fine copy. He's like, you better watch your mouth. So that's what I thought. I, it's very obscure. I mean, there's mm. other video games. I um, I think some of the game. we're not going to talk about every video game that is inspired by, or no, was no. inspired by Twin Peaks. There's a there's, lot of there's, them. There's, there's a lot of them. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. There was one that we were probably not going to get into for this show. That's called uh, what was it? It's called uh, I, I lost what, what it was. But it yeah, was... that's okay. Oh yeah, Deadly Premonition. I think maybe for another show. I haven't played the game, but I heard that that one was very much. Inspired. I saw that yeah. mentioned in a lot of lists. And um, right. so maybe next year, if we do this again, we, we should actually try to play it. I, I think. Play, I don't even know what system it's on, but yeah, something to look I into. Think it's PC. Yeah, but this was. I felt like. Uh, Blair Witch is not one I ever see on a list of of Twin Peaks parodies, but I played no. it. I played it, and I was like, "Well, I gotta share it with people." It's, I mean, mostly it's that it's that character, this guy in the suit who just keeps on saying lines that are very much Dale. And Cooper. He and he sounds just yeah, like yeah. Uh, Dale Cooper. Like I feel like they stole the lines from the movie. Totally, uh, the show. I mean, show. Yeah, they totally um, did. But so you have to pardon me. I was eating a lot of pie. That pie's good, Ben. Oh, good. I haven't tried it yet. Maybe when you while you. <laughs> While you're you're talking, I'll have to try the pie. All right. Well, you know what? To go with, I'm going to go out of order on my list because we're going video games. Now, actually, I probably won't need have any audio for this one. But uh, to go with the video game theme, this I did not know about until recently. That the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening was influenced by David Lynch. Um, That's crazy. It's out for. It came up for the Game Boy Color. Um, it's influenced by the work of David Lynch, according to longtime series creator Tazaki and Eli, citing Twin Peaks as inspiration for the 1993 game. Um, it didn't feature high sc- high school murders, 
um, or Pies or Brazor or Castle Twin Peaks. The Game Boy Adventure in fourth in the Legend of Zelda series featured what Amon calls suspicious types. So basically, uh, you're on an island with a, a village of people, and you have to talk to these people. And they got the idea because of Twin Peaks. It was a small town where these suspicious people could potentially all be the killer. Huh. And in the video game, that's what they were going for. Um, at the time, this is when one of, the, one of the creators said, at the time, Twin Peaks was rather popular. The drama was all about a small number a, a small number of characters in a small town. He explains in the newest, um, in one of the roundabout table discussions, he wanted to make something that, while it would be a small enough in scope to easily understand, it would have deep and distinctive characteristics. Um, he thought, you really want to make Zelda like that? Uh, the other creator said. And um, basically, he... He said yes. He wanted to make a Zelda game like because he loved Twin Peaks that much. Um, also, um, he said, now that the mystery is solved, when I was reading Tybit Sands' comments in the strategy guide, I saw Tezenka Sands suggest we make all the characters suspicious types like in then, like in then popular Twin Peaks. Um, so I guess it came out in the strategy guide. That's why people figured it out. I don't think if people play the game, people might not be like, well, this is based off Twin Peaks. Um, but I thought that was pretty cool. And I was actually watching something on TV about this game. And they mentioned that. And I'm like, really? This game is based off Twin Peaks? And it That's is great. one of the best Zelda games. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you can find it, Link's Awakening. Um. And then you can tell people, well, yeah, I have to play this because it's based off Twin Peaks somehow. <laughs> the creators love this game, the the TV show. So that's my only video game uh, reference, actually, in my little list. I have a lot of music. What? I thought you had one more that we both had. Oh, I didn't do that because I thought you were doing what? it. What? Yes. I thought we were both going to well, share then, that one. Then let's right. share well, that one right now because we, we don't need notes for that one. Uh, the, the third video game was... Alan Wake. Alan Wake. Yeah. So, I mean, Alan Wake, the whole atmosphere, it's Bright Falls is the name of the town. It very much feels like a Twin Peaks town. There have these these uh, en- entities in the woods. Or, yeah. I mean, it, it, there's, there's definitely a lot. The, the, uh, the main uh, character is an FBI agent. He has a flashlight. No, I'm like. sorry. He's not an agent. He's a writer. But I mean, He's a writer. Yeah. But there's a lot of similarities uh, to Twin Peaks. I mean, there's definitely... And I think even the creators say they were based it on the, uh, yeah. Twin Peaks and stuff. He's actually... Yeah, he, he's playing a writer for there's Twin Peaks. There's a secret society, kind of like the Bookhouse Boys. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. It's one game I wish, I hope, comes to next-gen so I can play. I've never played the Alan Wake series. But so I've you heard have the good. Xbox, right? So you have Xbox One. I have 360, so maybe I could yeah. just pop on the 360 and play. Right, and I have a 360, so I... Have I you know, played I it? T- I did. I beat the whole thing. How'd you like it? I did. I liked it. It was a great mystery. I actually liked it enough that I I think they did, like, an add-on, which I, I would love to play sometime. Mm. But yeah, I thought it was a fun a fun, sh- fun show. It's not a show, but it's a, fun it was game. a fun game. And yeah, so, yeah. So, I mean, something that... I, th- I felt it was short. I felt like I could beat it pretty quickly. Yeah, but. it's a, it was an independent game. It came out for digitally only for the Xbox 360. Cool. So if you have one of those laying around, definitely check it out. That's right. I think there was a char- I think there was a character like the Logley, if I remember right, that 
the lamp lady. Oh, the lamp lady? <laughs> the lamp lady, yeah. The lamp lighter lady. Cool. So, so I, I want to like go to me now? Yeah, that, you go to you. We'll go to me. You so I to... thought we would do, uh, I mean, why about we do Sesame Street? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. This is um, Twin Beaks. Uh, in in 1991, while the TV show was still on, Sesame Street uh, did this. Uh, I don't know if they called them skits, but it was uh, like it was Cookie Monsters uh, masterpiece theater or whatever. Yeah, you did. yeah. And I, I want to play some of that. But in Brad Duke's Reflections book, Catherine Coulson mentions that uh, she was the only one in the Twin Peaks cast that had children. She had toddlers. And she happened to see that episode, and she went back to the cast. Like, so they're still shooting Twin Peaks. So she goes back to the cast. Is like, we were on Sesame Street, <laughs> because, because. So I, I think she got a big kick out of that. To, that. Uh, Isn't it weird? Um, he, uh, you can hear Brian. <laughs> I can't eat. I'm my He's pie. choke on his pie. My, my Christmas pie. So um, why don't we play some? I, I like the whole. I like a lot of it. You can. Keep, you can play. Monsterpiece okay. Theater tonight. Another oh, monster piece theater. It's not mystery. master, but it's, it's about a monster <laughs> trying to guess a town secret. A town called Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Whoa! Pie. Oh, Diane. This agent Cookie reporting. Uh, me in town called Twin. Beaks, darn fine town. Darn fine pie. Darn fine plates too. Diane, there is one thing me no can find out. Why is town called Twin Beaks? Me begin asking questions. Asking questions, best way to find out something. Okay. Anything else I can get you? Oh, 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 hello, yes. You can get me some answers. What was the question? Me want to know why town is called Twin Beaks. <laughs> I think it's pretty. So then we see the, the, the waitress turns and she has two beaks. And it's kind of weird that this reference, that's for adults... Yeah. Would be in a kid's show, but Sesame has always done this, where they've taken an adult um, series and parried them. Like they've done it to Sopranos. Right. Um, they've done it like a lot of adult. Well, I guess, I mean, maybe they're thinking that the parents are hanging around with the children, and that might be a great way to Yeah, the parents will them. get it. Yeah. yeah. And so the, the <clears throat> skit goes on, and uh, Cookie Monster runs into David Finch. So, like David Lynch. <laughs> yes, David and then, Finch. And. And he he runs into uh, David Finch. I think says Laura. So I think there's a bird named Laura. And oh man! So that and then David Finch goes away, and Laura, the bird, Laura, uh, says, "I know the secret of why it's called Twin Beaks." And she whispers into his ear, as oh, in Laura, you know, Laura yeah, whispering yep. the secret. And, so, and before she's able to say anything, somebody else comes and he, and cook. She's not he's not able to get the answer. And then he also runs into the log bird. So I mean, the log bird. Yeah. But I thought that was it was a, that was a, it's a fun it's a that's fun that's awesome it's real fun that uh, is really cool spoof there. I like that one um, see I knew you were gonna cover that one but that was one, yeah I seen that one a lot I think I I, I put it on Twitter before yes. and, and I and maybe Joel has brought it up I know yeah um has been brought up numerous times in social media and just a reminder 
we will have notes to as much as possible. Yeah, we did on whether notes. we wanted to run the whole thing or you get a little sample of it, and then yeah, you, yep. we'll have notes that you guys can find it on your own. The yeah. whole the whole clip. So there'll be some links to a lot of this stuff in our show notes this week, so you can look up um, and check out uh, what we're playing for you today. Um, now I have one of two rap rap artists and um, rap songs. Now, the first one I have is a Canadian duo in this weird name. Okay, they're Canadian, so they're Ghetto Socks and Moonshine. That's their <laughs> rap names, uh, and they're not spelled the way you would spell them either. Um, they're Canadian rap duo. They have an album com- called Kicki- Kissing Hands and Shaking Babies, um, and it's a Twin Peaks David, it's basically an album that's influenced by David Lynch. Um, the symbol now in Twin Peaks, you know the symbol that the owl symbol. Yeah, sure. That's their logo. What? So it's like, wouldn't you that that owl symbol in the show? Is that just called the owl? Or is that the Black Lodge symbol? I would say it's the owl symbol. The owl symbol. Yeah. So around. Spoiler. Okay. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Around <laughs> that image, there's just pop culture, little tiny icons of everything. Ghostbusters, Twin Peaks, um, references to everything you can think of. That's a really cool cover. And it's on. they're on iTunes. They're on Amazon. I, they're, uh, basically, this album was kickstarted back in 2011. And... Um, yeah, I wasn't sure about the logo. Now, they have, like, okay, the song titles, just just to get a reference. You have the Bang Bang Bar, uh, the Black Lodge, uh, Bobby Peru, which Bobby Peru is from a uh, David Lynch movie. Um, hmm. Audrey Horn, Kaboom, Handsome Devils. Um, so, it, and then, oh, there's one song, like... Um, they talk about Bob. I mean, there's a lot of references. I was almost afraid to listen to this album because maybe I would it would ruin it for me before. Yeah. Um, there's actually audio clips from a lot of his movies and hmm. Twin Peaks. Cool. Um, I'm just going to play you just the chorus of a song called Perfect Strangers where they basically are singing about every female character in the Twin Peaks universe. <laughs> My team still the Blue Jays. Outdated, you say? True say. The reference ain't current, that's the purpose. Touche. Whether it's the beats or the check one twos, I connect one two. Wreck it, I reckon I'm the best one too. If it's kick, snares, hats, and breaks, I'm here to smash your face. I'm past beat. Give me mashed potatoes. With the raps, it's a Manson case, and that's life. That's death. I command your fate. With the beautiful mind, I'm John Nash, plus a handsome face. Twin Peaks split half is great. Wait. Two individuals. Jewels, four personalities, eight single females, sixteen fantasies. Laura, Donna, Shelly, Maddie, Audrey, Ronette, Teresa, Annie. Two individuals, four personalities. And, and they hit upon the whole duality too. Cool. And they, yeah, it's interesting. I listened to it. I found it on a whim. Uh, I was bored one day and I typed in Twin Peaks and iTunes. And this yeah. came up, and then I end up I end up uh, buying the album. I, nice. I, I rather enjoy it. Um, cool. But I have another uh, rap song later on. But what do you got, Ben? What do I got? What do you got? I got to well, hand over the the magical bar. 
I've been trying to get you to watch this show. Oh, no. I know Fringe. what you're going to do. <laughs> Fringe. I've been trying to get you to watch Fringe forever. Yes. To me, I always say to you, Fringe is like if X-Files and The Lost and Lost had a baby. Yes. This would be it. And actually, this is one of the few shows I feel like that when it got towards the end of the series, it got better. Like most shows, you know, they kind of like are kind of out. They, they lose their steam. Like yeah. they, they, they create, they got a whole new creative energy by the end of the series. I will watch Fringe. It's on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix. I will watch, watch it. it. Maybe this winter vacation. All right. I'll remind you this I'm winter. on vacation right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this is a very, very short clip, but it, 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 it brings up Twin Peaks. So I thought I'd... Uh, I'd play it here. Right. So, uh, the we'll main... set it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Fringe is is like kind of like X Files. They have all these different cases, and there's like a scientist and a son and a cop, mm. and and so they do. He has his own lab, and he can kind of do different stuff. So this is this is Walter in his lab. Uh, I'll let you play it here. All right. Perfect. Thanks, fellas. What's he listening to? Ocean waves. I need him to be in a peaceful state of mind for the hypnotherapy to take full effect. Once he's in a more pliable state, he may be able to access his memories. That's a good look, Walter. Uh, these were created by an old friend of mine, Dr. Jacoby from Washington State. They will enable me to see Roscoe's aura uh, so that I can... Oh, my Lord. So they, they're taking Dr. Jacoby like he's a real person. Yeah, like, so he's got his, his, I think they're red and blue Blue 3D glasses. glasses. Yeah. And, like, so and they're referencing Twin Peaks, but almost like Twin Peaks is existing in their world. Yeah. And it's not a TV show. Right. That, if you go to Washington State, you'll find Jacoby there. That's <laughs> so, pretty funny. I know, I mean, That's it's, cool. It's a, small, it's a very small little thing, but I thought that it was cool to have... And this, we I would have freaked out if yeah. I was, like, if I... Watch Fringe, and so, I was a huge. I was into Twin Peaks at the same time. I was like, like yeah. oh my god, <laughs> they mentioned Twin Peaks. I, when yeah. I was younger, I used to get excited by things like that. When when I heard there was going to be a twin, um, God, Picket Fences, X Files crossover. Yeah, I love both of those shows. Right. I watched them both on Friday nights, and they didn't happen. And though. it didn't happen, but there was a reference. Right, they did reference it in Twin and in, in, uh, Picket Fences. Briefly, but they were supposed to do a full-fledged crossover. Right, and I think I think the writer the, the writer wrote both episodes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there was like a t there was like a, like a a mention, and I I remember watching at my my parents on the living room floor, and I was glued, and I was like, oh my god! So that's that that <laughs> scene yeah. would have made me jump out of my skin, like right. oh that's so cool, you know? Totally. And I bet there's so many other like I know there's other movies out there that have mentioned Twin Peaks in like a, a split second. Like I can't remember if it was Clue, Clueless or what it was, but it was like a, I'm having a Twin Peaks experience. It's one. Yeah. Somebody's gonna correct me and say it's from something else, but I but we. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's kind of cool that whenever uh, your show gets yeah, mentioned, that is stuff. awesome. So, all right. Speaking of shows, Ben, now this one, I don't know if you'll have this. This show is called, oh, I don't need the magic thing. I'm good. This show is called Northern Exposure. Ah. Do you know this one? I do know this show. Now, uh, before I get into this, how many times have I told people I do a Twin Peaks show and they go, <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that show. It was quirky and funny. Nah. And I go... Well, it was quirky, and they go, and the doctor, right? And I go, no, that's Northern Exposure. And, th mm -hmm. and then they look at me going, oh, I don't know what show you're talking about then. So I get, a lot of times people really think I do a Northern Exposure <laughs> podcast. 
Maybe one day I will, or maybe we will. Um, so Twin Peaks, my mom loves Twin Peaks. I mean, Northern Exposure. <laughs> now nah, I'm confused. And I have seen this episode, but probably because my mom was watching in reruns and a million thousand times. Um, so let me just read to you what I found. This is pretty interesting. Um, it was con- basically the last episode of season one of Northern Exposure. Uh, they do a nod to Twin Peaks. Um, they go into a town. Um, Team Alaska had spoofed their Washington counterpart. And did you find Oh, you found it. Um, there are other nods to a mirage that the weirdness into their narrative. The folks in Northern Exposure view it from a distance. They head to Squaquamie Falls, where the Great Northern sits. As tourists, um, as tourists appreciating the beauty and getting pulled into the bad, battle mystic music. I think that's sort of saying like the Twin Peaks music that soon descends. They snap their fingers. Fight urges for coffee and cherry pie. Um, scour the landscape and ask, what's that lady holding? It looks like a log to me. <laughs> They're outsiders watching from a distance, but even then, the town inspires them to muse about the philosophy. Um, it's called Russian Flu. So I think um, um, there are shown references like uh, sceneries with the waterfall, music like Twin Peaks. Also, donuts and cherry pie are offered to the, uh, the uh, fishermen and the log lady seen through a telescope. Oh, so they did a little uh, riff on the music. Oh, it's the long. <laughs> I got the wrong language here. It's Hungarian. Hungarian. Sorry. Oh, so basically they're. It's called Russian flu because they're. It's like a mirage to them. So basically, it's like they're. Um, they're seeing things. That's cool. So I never knew this. Yeah. That Northern Exposure did this. I read something about this and I didn't bring it up because I feel old and it's like, do people even know Northern Exposure yes, anymore? Yes, Northern right. Exposure is a great show. Oh, I know. It is a great show, but I, I feel like I'm dating. My, well, I mean, Twin Peaks, it was around the same time as Twin yes, Peaks. Yes, so, yeah. You know. That first season aired the same time Twin Peaks was going on. So I've heard people who, who tuned into Twin Peaks thinking they were going to watch Northern, Northern Exposure. Exposure. Yeah. Oh, but Ben, I still get to that to that day. That's um, that is great. Sorry, I'm I, like when I read my notes, I just copied stuff from the web, so then I'm trying to read it as I'm saying. <laughs> it comes off like I'm tongue tied. Um, but anyway, I thought it was really cool. Now I I have to get my mom's Northern Exposure uh, episodes. I want to rewatch that episode. You're gonna rewatch? Yeah, that would yes. be cool. That would be really cool. Yeah, I didn't find anything online. I saw that you did, but it was Hungarian. So it was Hungarian. We'll and I saw it. another one that was pulled from NBC because of copyright protection. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So what do I want to tell you about? I I I feel like it's time to talk about Simpsons. I mean, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, The Simpsons had a couple, huh? So yeah, the Simpsons had two. I'll, I'll yeah, I'll start. I'll do. I think we'll do both of them, at least pieces of them. So in season seven, Who Shot Mr. Burns Part Two aired on September seventeenth, nineteen ninety five. So it's four years after after uh, Twin Peaks was off the air and stuff. And so this one is you know the whole. Uh, uh, well, why don't you play it? I need some audio. Yep, it's gonna be an all night brain buster. Huh? Oh, better drink some coffee. 
Uh, we're out of coffee. Ah, well, I'll just drink this warm cream. <laughs> now he's having a dream in the bread room. Lisa's doing her dance. Oh, I love them. They do a good job of music. Following a burning card that she's trying to show him. I love that there's that bird. You got the bird. The red curtains goes by. It's a great touch. And his hair is sticking up like Cooper's did. Yeah. How do we check out that suit Burns was wearing when he got shot? Did you have the same backwards talking dream with the flaming cards? I'll drive. <laughs> and then the the, the other uh, um, parody that Simpsons did was on season nine. Uh, it was called Lisa's Sacks, and let's see if I can get that. And that was October 19th, 1997. Homer's watching TV. The giant and a horse are dancing together outside in the moonlight. And it's got the light. Right, the light in the tree. <laughs> I love the light hanging from the tree. Yeah, the like, yeah, stoplight tree light, yeah. Many references to that little clip as possible. Right. In the music nice. and everything. Too far. Gotta love The Simpsons. And so, Ben, going into the... Do you have another one from The Simpsons? No, that was it? No, that was... I did two of them, so that was it. So tie into your parodies, the parodies. It's like, I, I like this. I'm flowing into yours. Yeah. Um... Here's something I discovered, and I will play a little part of it, and I'm hoping everybody will check it out. In 1990, AFI presents TV or Not TV. It was an NBC show that was canceled. I never heard of this. Hmm. It They did a sketch called peak a hmm. and it had Michael McKean, Alyssa Milano, and Jay Thomas in it, and they... It's a parody of Twin Peaks called Peekaboo. You know, I've never heard of this, so you... you I... And it takes place in a school, and they a lot of people are using their... Um, they look like they're dissecting, like, uh, you know, science. Yeah. Science, um, like a frog the or something. The frog, yeah. yep. And they find a ring and a frog with a finger. And it's a lot of people... Oh, the drape woman. She's got the drapes. And this was supposed to be a series, or was this? No, this was a sketch comedy show uh-huh. called Peekaboo. Peekaboo, huh? And everybody's—they got the chair. Oh, there's the a log. Log in the, log in the chair. Yep, they got the My short guy. Had a dream last night oh yeah, did. she has a patch in her eye. There. Yeah. Principal Ford will see you now. It's just all these references in a school. Laura. Laura. Would you like some coffee, Laura? <laughs> I don't have any cream or sugar, so if you don't like it black, better say so. Black is okay. <laughs> she's a very seductive girl. She, she, she yeah. smacks out the, uh, the cigarette, cigarette uh, just like Bobby, uh, yep. Major Briggs did to Bobby. 
And they're always, they got a parrot. Oh. Diane, the donuts in the teacher's lounge are superb. <laughs> There's a song I can't get out of my head. Mildred, <laughs> <laughs> remind me to get a smaller mini recorder like Harry's. I can't believe this is happening. She's got a recorder too. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It's just like, I'll, it just references and references, but I've never heard of this show. It was called TV or Not TV, and it was canceled on uh, NBC. That's funny. I mean, I watched that. It's funny because you know the references. Right. But it means so it's, obscure. it's very obscure, yeah. yeah. But the references are in your face. Like, how many recorders do they have? <laughs> And I saw there was a bird cage too. Yes. So it probably was a Waldo. And yeah, a, yeah. All this, the principal's office is like Super Twin Peaks references. That's awesome. So I thought I'd just do a Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. That's the newer Scooby Doo. I'm trying, when I say new, I feel in the last couple of years, it, it wasn't that long ago that, that they had the series. And they had uh, Scooby Doo has a dream and he is oh. taken to up? the red. Yeah, if I can get it to play. Oh, isn't it going to be now? Uh, yeah, so so Scooby-Doo has a dream. Yeah, so he has a dream, and he's taken to the Red Room, and, and they're giving him clues to help him solve this current mystery that he's doing. So this is, yet again, another kid show referencing an adult yeah. show. Isn't that strange? Yeah. But you could definitely see that... Oh, we, yeah, I guess we could, we could probably play it pretty soon here. But it's... Clearly, everybody loves the Red Room, because it's constantly brought up over and over again. It's very... It really represents the show, I think. Yeah. So he's now following a dog, and he's now in the red room. Wow. He's looking around. I didn't know this really happened on Scooby-Doo. I thought it was just like one of those artist mock-ups. And now you have a guy who was the little man from another place dancing. So even Scooby-Doo. Oh wait, he's back in the red room. Yeah. So I mean, the person who edit, edit, oh they added all the red rooms edit, together. It's probably good enough. You get the gist of it. That that here we go. Even Scooby-Doo, and that, this is recent. So we're talking, you know, almost you know, twenty-five years later that wow. uh, that Scooby-Doo is 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 bringing up Twin Peaks. So these Twin Peaks, the people who are, I'm telling you, the people who grew up on this stuff are now the peop- the creators, and that I think what they liked growing up is what influences them when they're right. You know, you see that a lot, and we've talked. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, we've talked about that, and and just uh, the Bates Motel and and all these yes. other shows. Like, I'm really, I can't wait for Bates Motel, which is not that far away now. I mean, it's only probably another month or so away. Yeah, with, uh, I still have to the... watch last season. But what that, you yeah. haven't seen last season? I yet? know. I what DV- happened? My DVR erased it. <laughs> oh, um, so you got to wait for it. Uh, Netflix. For Netflix. Okay. Um, but yeah, that show is highly influenced, definitely. Um, and I also and they've come out and said that. They've oh, said yeah. that. that um, the the producer um, from Lost there, uh, Carl- Carlton Cuse. Yes, he actually said in one of the interviews was basically, "What if Twin Peaks had continued? You know, this is what our influence is." So now to go back into the music realm, I have one more band or artist, uh, MC Chris. He's a rap artist. 
Um, this song he did came out in uh, 2012. Now, MC Chris has a very distinctive voice, high-pitched voice. Um, you might recognize his voice from Adult Swim. He used to do uh, C-Lab 2020. Um, he do- he's done a lot of cartoons, um, but he does nerd rap. Um, he n- raps about nerdy things, dorky things. He, he, he sometimes got a lot of profanity because it sounds silly coming from his mouth because he sounds like an eight-year-old, a really high-pitched guy. Um, and he did this song back in 2012 just called Twin Peaks, and he posted it online, and someone actually created a music video for it using Twin Peaks footage. And I'll just play like 30 seconds of it. So that's me. I actually really like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, he has so many references to the show, and that was a minute. And the song is three minutes, and you just hear like every reference to a Twin Peaks anything in the whole song. But it's really cool. There's no album related to this. You just Google it, you'll find it. But he's got an interesting voice, and I really, I usually uh, like his stuff. You may you were thinking about music, and I I didn't have planned I didn't plan for this, but I forgot that Moby Moby's Go I think kind of uses uh, really? the Twin Peaks reference. Maybe we'll play that. Just I mean, yeah, it's been yeah. a while since I've heard it, but now I I, I realize you know what? When I was doing my research, I think I saw that, but um, yeah. oh wow, I know the song. Yeah, but I think it, I think they're using uh, from the, the the soundtrack of. Uh, Oh, maybe it's the piano. I'm trying. To, I'm waiting for it. I think it'll get to. It'll get to like the Laura's theme and stuff. Oh. Uh, Do you want me to skip ahead? Or? Yeah, if it's a Moby song, you might have to wait a little bit. There it is. There it is. There it is yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that was a, that wasn't planned. I could probably, I got another, I got something else for you. So that was, that we can go down and we'll go, I'll move on to something else here. Okay, it's like a so, little remix there. Yeah, remix. So I thought, have you have you seen Psych, the TV show Psych? That was on my list too. Was it? Yes. All right. No, well, that's awesome. That's awesome. We want to do it together then. We're gonna do it together. All right. Have you seen the TV show Psych? No. Okay, it's a fun, it's a fun show. Have you, did you did you watch it? I well, did. I like it. I. When I saw the research, if you saw the episode, then I'm gonna let you do all the work because no I way! I saw I, it. I want to hear what you have to say. I never saw it. But you got notes. Um. Well, my notes. I mean, like, 
No, you tell me about it, Ben. Because <laughs> I saw this and I went, what? And it sounds like they went they went all out. They did. They got, they got the log lady. They got everybody to come back from the show. They got a lot of people. So, yes. So it happened. I mean... They, they wanted to do this probably from since almost the beginning of Psych, but they waited till like the fifth season. I have to watch this episode. You have to watch this episode. It's on Netflix. Then I'm watching it. Yes. It's the only. I can just watch this one episode of Psych. Yep. Okay, good. I don't have to watch five you seasons. Have to watch it. Yep. <laughs> so I think it's Psych, uh, season five, episode 12, Dual spy, spy, Spire. Spires. Yeah. And it aired on December 1st, uh, 2010. So it would have been the 20th anniversary of Twin Peaks. I mean, we're, we're in the year wise, it would have been. It would have been twenty years, yeah, since yeah. since it aired and stuff. And oh gosh, I mean, yeah, they went, they did go all out. They had Sherilyn Fenn, uh, you know, Audrey uh, in it. Cheryl Lee, who plays Laura, in it. Dana Ashbrook, who's Bobby in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you really Ray know. Wise. Ray Wise is in it, who's the father of Laura Palmer. You know, Lenny. Uh, Lively. Li- yeah. Oh, li- well, that's another right. So you had the guy from. Uh, yeah, Her- the guy from Harold Her- yep. Lively is um you might you just, you technically we haven't gotten there yet, but it's a, him, it's yeah, a it's yeah. a it's a girl that's going to be in the show soon. Okay. Um, anybody else did we miss here? Catherine Coulson. Catherine Coulson, right? How could we miss that? In Lenny Von. Ka- and Catherine Coulson Dolan. is the woman with a wood <laughs> with wood or something like that. So no, how 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 is Harold Smith? Because he's dead, and then Leland, he's dead. How do they fit into this this? Plot. Well, it, maybe it's time that you see at least a, a little of a, a clip. Yeah, so it's not Twin Peaks. It's a different town. Oh, these are all these are all the actors. These are all actors playing other characters. Like Ray Wise is playing um like a father, um like a pastor father. You know, like yeah, that. So yeah. he, they're all characters. Interesting. And stuff. But he he's a father in Twin Peaks, but he's playing a father of the cloth. Right. So is that like the dual meetings? Like, where did Catherine Coulson play? I don't know. I can try to remember now. I mean, they said woman of the wood, so I don't know. Yeah, so it's like it's like duality yet again. It's like they're taking their characters but giving it more of a, uh, another meaning. Yeah, play some music for a second here. So this right. is so, so Julie Cruz does the opening <laughs> music. Yes, of, I saw that uh, yes. too. This is the lyrics to the, how the show starts every every week. So they went all out. Yeah, this makes did, me excited. Yeah. I want to watch this tonight. Here, I'll have it go underneath us. No. Yeah. So I think his name is James uh, Rodé. Yeah. He's the like he's the star of the show, and I think he, um, I don't know if he's the executive producer, but he he loves Twin Peaks, and he's been wanting to do it for like ever wow, an episode that is so cool and uh and they have so many they have so many references to twin peaks like you have a body washed up in plastic wrapped in oh, plastic oh really you have like a chocolate bunny in the episode like there's like so many like little twin peaks nods and i'll, I'll give you another like uh let's see if i can find something else i'll play i'll play you at least a little clip of of the show if i can get it hold on do, 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 do. I'm sorry. Let's see if this is it. I don't know if it is, but no, that's not it. All right, one more time. So yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have it. All right, I guess I'll have to go. On. I know where it is. It's just gonna take. What are we gonna have that? It's fine. All right. I'm excited to watch this episode now. 
Yeah. So it is on Netflix. If anybody wants to check it out and hasn't seen it, it is episode, uh, season five, episode 12, Dual Spires. Yeah, and why? I mean, so man, there's so much. There's so many good things. There's a moose on, on a t- head on a table. There's a, <laughs> yeah, you know, so many. There's just so. There's just like I, there's like a whole list. I should put that in there too. That uh, welcome to Twin Peaks put out a uh, the website there put out a whole list of things that were that that you know related to Twin Peaks. It's such a good episode. I- hey, top of the morning to you boys. Robert Parker. You can call me Bob. Just passing through? We're here for the festival. We take our cinnamon very seriously. Well, then you're in luck, because so do we. 90 years running. Why do you call your dining the sawmill? Because that's what it used to be. Most of it burned down back in 58. Granddad turned it into this place, and now it's just a bit of a local landmark. We just need a little something to hold us over till showtime, so uh, what's good? The craziest thing is that this is 2010, but I love that he says, I just something to hold us over till showtime, and yet Twi- yes. Twin Peaks is coming back on showtime. I know it's just coincidence, but I still love the fact that here's a Twin Peaks episode, and he's saying, I, we just need something to hold us over till showtime. showtime. That's like, interesting, and I like the fact that like you almost fe- you see these characters, you almost feel like this really could be the characters in the future. Like the way Bobby was. Some of them, right? Some you know? of them. I mean, we have we have the, the guy who played Harold, and he's now the sheriff of this town. And so, well, he's so you, dead. Yeah, that's a little so weird. You, you wouldn't have that, but but yeah, it's some it's so much. It's such a good episode, and to have uh, Cheryl and Fenn in it, and and you have so many of the great actors playing different characters, and it. it's really fun. You got to check it out. Yeah, I will definitely check this out. So, man, I I think that that was the topper for me, Ben. I got one more on my list. This is my last one. Okay. Uh, a, another video game. Uh, I like to play a lot of video games, I guess. Um, Max Payne. I don't know if you ever played Max Payne. This is the first. I have. You have, the first yes. one. Well, Remedy Entertainment, who created Max Payne, loved I think they did Twin Al- Peaks. I, I think they did Alan Wake, too. Um, did they? I no, they did. I don't think Remedy did. No? You can look that up, though. I'm going to look it up. Um, look it up. I don't know who made Alan Wake. Now, the early Max Payne game features a few TV sets playing crudely portrayed shows, one of which is a fictional 90s cult classic, Address Unknown. Smooth, unsettling jazz underscores a story about a missing woman, um, a serial killer, and a city that seems to mysteriously shift its identity, all touchstones from Twin Peaks, further sealing the deal is a talking pink flamingo with distorted vocals, similar to the backwards talking man from Twin Peaks. Hmm. In case that's too ambiguous for you, the show also contains a room with a black and white black and white zigzag floor border. What's the name of that? Is that's, there a name? Uh, yeah, uh, I just lost it. I uh, Shenron? No, yes. Shen- uh, something like that. Is it- yep. The floor boarded by red curtains exactly like Twin Peaks and the iconic Black Lodge. Um, and I do remember playing um, uh, Max Payne and watching the TVs. Now, I haven't played that. That game came out <coughs> a long, long time ago. But, um, like, it's a nice little Easter egg. So you you play this game, and in the little tiny TVs, you can watch, yeah. like, and they did that uh, in Alan, They did that in, in Alan Wake as well. There's, like, it's like the Twilight Zone TV programs and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm right. Really? In in, in uh, 2001, they did, uh, Remedy did Max Payne, oh. 
And in wow. 2010, Alan Alan Wake they made. That's so it's cool. the same. It's kind of funny that they made the same thing. I know they're, they're coming out with uh, Quantum Break. That's another game I'm looking forward to. Yeah. So you know what? I should remember because uh, they're making Quantum Break, which I'm very excited for. That's awesome! Right. I didn't know they did. They did Max Payne. Isn't that funny? And, and, in, and in 2012, they did Alan Wake's American Nightmare, Nightmare, which I never played. I should probably do- download it or something yes. and check it out. That's awesome. So that is my list. Cool. I have a few. I think I have maybe two more. What do you got for us? What ben? do I got? Well, I feel like uh, I guess we should go with a uh, Kyle McLaughlin on uh, on Saturday Night Live. I mean, yes. We we did we did. Uh, I think we ended a show with his with his opening a monologue but he actually did a skit uh on on that on uh, Saturday Night Live. So this happened this happened on September September 29th, 1990. It was uh, right before the season premiere of the second season of Twin Peaks. He was he was the uh first guest uh, first host, I'm sorry, first host of of the new season of of Saturday Night Live. Yep. And uh yeah, good good stuff. I got so uh in the and and this was the big episode that uh, Sinead O'Connor ripped up the picture of the Was Pope. that right? Is mm-hmm. that right? It's the same episode. Wow, one and the same? That's yeah. funny. And I remember seeing that um, as, you know, I was younger, and I saw that happen going, what just happened there? <laughs> and there was a huge, huge hubbub the next day. So. When it should have been about Twin Peaks, it had to be about her. Yes. So here's the skit. We have the opening, the regular Twin Peaks uh, theme <laughs> with the sawmill. We're in 11.31 p.m. Just finished washing up and ready for bed. This morning I showered for nine minutes. Found 17 hairs. Three curly, 14 straight. I used a balsam shampoo along with a conditioner, courtesy of the hotel and delivering what it promised. A silky manageability. Cotton towel by Fieldcrest, with just the right amount of absorbency. Consumed 15 donuts today, Diane. All jelly. I'll be injecting my insulin in four minutes. <laughs> Diane slept great last night. I've got to find out what kind of sheets these are. Not cotton, not rayon. Silky. Damn fine sheets. I'm gonna get naked and slide around in them. <laughs> Cooper. Great news. We found out who killed Laura Palmer. It was Leo. He just confessed. Harry, I'm glad you're here. Tonight, we're going to go up to One-Eyed Jacks disguised as Indians. Hawk said we could borrow his buckskins. You know, the one with the eagle feather? Cooper, listen. Leo confessed. Leo turned himself in. Well, that's good news, Harry. Another piece of the puzzle. Won't be long now. No, 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 no. (laughs) Leo confessed. He really did, honest. It's over. We found the murder weapon in the truck. His fingerprints match. We even have a videotape of it. Harry, in the FBI, we're trained in one very important thing. To look beyond the obvious. Now, this videotape is helpful. But last night, I had a dream. In that dream, I saw a hairless mouse with a pitchfork singing a song about caves. (laughs) I surmise these are the same caves at the the Packard Sawmill. Harry, tonight, you and I are going to do a little spelunking. Get me a beer. Get me a beer. Chris Briley as Leo yeah, is amazing. Puts him high on the list of suspects. See, he doesn't leave town. Phil Hartman playing Leland. Special agent. Looks just like him. Yeah. I want to thank you for finding the man who killed my daughter, <laughs> Laura. Now that it's over, 
I'm gonna miss you. Dance with me. Dance with me? Leland, I'm afraid that your celebration may be a bit premature. Laura's killer is still at large. What? Ah! <laughs> Puts his hands up against, yeah. up to his face, and his the Leland shuffle. <laughs> so good. Cooper, Cooper, why did you say that? Leland was just starting to make a record. Oh, don't worry about Leland. His dancing is actually getting quite good. <laughs> oh, it's Audrey. She does her dance. Yeah, oh yeah. Hey, Jim Cooper. Audrey, did you dig up any new leads at the perfume counter? I quit that job as soon as I found out that Leo did it. That's right. I'm the one. Do you see that Conan O'Brien right there? Yes, Conan O'Brien's Hawk. Is he Hawk or oh, is he Andy? I oh, see, I think Andy. he's Andy. He's Andy. Andy the... Here's Policeman me there. about to kill her. I think you're right, yes. <laughs> Here's me killing her. <laughs> Here's me wrapping her in plastic. I just wanted to say goodbye, Agent Cooper. I want you to take this with you. I just have to finish wrapping it. She puts a, a wrapping, uh, wrapping, uh, a whole ribbon in her, her whole mouth. ribbon in her mouth, yeah. And then she ties it into a knot. A bow. A bow, yeah. <laughs> Cooper's watching intently. And she yep, spits out a <laughs> spits out a bow. Like a bow you buy from the store with yeah. a sticky bottom. Nice. Thank you, Audrey. Harry? Tonight, we'll stake out the graveyard disguised as altar boys. No, no. No, we won't, Cooper, and I'll tell you why. Because the c crime has been solved already. Leo confessed. Okay, we'll go to One-Eyed Jacks disguised as Eskimo seal hunters. No, Cooper. How about Vegas? No. It's fun. Come off it, Cooper. Harry, I've got it. I'll throw this rock at the window. If it breaks, Leo is innocent. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. I like how he just doesn't want to leave. You're free to go. <laughs> I know you have interesting yeah, I don't want to leave. And I don't yeah. blame you for you loving your work. But seeing as this crime is solved already, I'd like to move on to an unsolved crime. Look, I did it! You think those notes I sent you were a joke? What notes? Those notes right there. Dear Agent Cooper, I killed Laura Palmer. <laughs> Signed, Leo Johnson. <laughs> Dear Agent Cooper, wondering if you got my first note. Read my killing of Laura Palmer, signed Leo Johnson. Dear Agent Cooper, why no response about me killing Laura Palmer? Are you still on the case? If not, please forward to proper authorities. Yours truly, Leo, the murderer of Laura Palmer Johnson. Agent Cooper. I understand you're returning to Washington. This. This is my silent drapery record. Please see that it gets to the patent office. That is all. Cooper, I think I'm gonna head up too. Oh, not yet, Harry. We still haven't heard from the log lady. 
Cooper, you're not going to hear from the log lady. Why not? Well, because there's only two women left on Saturday Night Live. We've already used them both up. <laughs> Hi. My log says Leo did it. That's how I gotta go. Carrie, this town never ceases to amaze me. Wouldn't it be cool if, well, if they did it like a modern... Like Let's the go. show, Twin Peaks comes back, and they actually do another parody on Saturday Night Live with the new season. And stuff. Yeah. I think that would be kind of cool. I guess, I guess uh, uh, Kyle, McLaugh Kyle McLaughlin is still friends with, um, uh, what is it, Michael's there, uh, with uh, some of the people on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So he's still got a good Michael relationship. Lauren. Michael Lauren. That's right. Yeah, that would be awesome if he, if he hosted again. Yeah, it would be something else. Should we stop it there? It seems I like so. it, I, we, we froze. Uh, but I, That was I, the most of it. I mean, yeah. you then have... Uh, Mike Myers Mike, comes out as a short as uh, Mike, right? Little man from another place yeah. dancing and stuff like that. And I thought, yeah, it was, it was great. But that's more visual. It is more right. So yeah, we got yeah, we got the good stuff. And I mean, it's still hilarious when he throws a rock. <laughs> he's like, it you're breaks, free to go. You're free to go. Yeah. And it's so great. It's just like it's. I I think that parody was probably what was going on in people's minds. Going, when are they going to tell us who the killer is? Right. And they're kind of like you know, you're kind of telling that. With this parody going, okay, we knew the killer is. Right. We know who and it is. And you have Cooper who's saying, I never want to believe that yeah. we're, we're going to solve it and yep. stuff. My so, whole computer is just like. Just froze. Froze. <laughs> so what do you got next? What's. Well, what... <laughs> so Brian, for the last, for our last uh, parody homage of uh, Twin Peaks, I thought we would do this uh, music video. Uh, by what they used to be known as Pretty Little Demons. They now go by The Regrets, and it was called Unknown Species. And uh, this came out, I think, uh, in, in, in 2014. They did this, and they have an opening with Catherine Coulson as the log lady. And it is awesome. It's and awesome. very long. Yeah, it was great. I mean, but it's, it's like yeah. half the video is Catholic course. <laughs> Did you notice that? It was yeah, but it felt like a, a, about probably the length of a normal log lady intro. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it has a, it has her speaking at the beginning, and then we have we use red room footage with the uh, the two. So it's it's two young girls who who make up the band. And uh, yeah, they're just playing their music, but they they they're in the red room, and then yes. you have these scientists who are kind of looking in, like it's almost like they're in a peachy pe petri, petri dish. dish, yeah. And uh, in the yeah in the red room, and they're being spied on, and it, but it's a cool, it's just a cool video, great song, a uh, yeah. cool video, and the fact they got Catherine Coulson, and the fact that we got Catherine Coulson, and the fact that a lot of people do just shows the type of person she was. She's so good. She's she just a nice woman help out and yeah and do anything for the twin peaks community how cool is that very I cool mean, and they had i think they did some of it backwards some of the so like some of the some you know kind of like the red room effect yeah, where they, yeah. they did things backwards very cool why don't we so, yeah maybe we'll do a little bit of uh we'll do we'll do the log lady intro and then a little bit of the music just yeah. to get a feel of it I think cool it's a good idea hello again these woods and I have been here a long time. We've seen many things. Life, death, birth. Birth comes to all species and death only to some. Do you know which are which? Owls, deer, the salmon, demons. Are demons really a species? 
Can that ever be known? Can a demon be pretty? What size is a demon? Notes come in all shapes and sizes. You can write your father a note even if he's passed on. When you observe something out of the ordinary, you take note. Banks have notes. Promises can have notes as well. But there is a much more important kind of note. The type a nightingale might make. Some think notes may sound better with technology. I think not. Can science grow its own notes? Notes that come from actual species? The answers lie in the woods, in these same woods where I am from. I love the little padding of the, mm. the log. It's such a cool little open. Yeah, very cool. And then they say April 29th, 2014, Glastonbury Grove, and they're in like some kind of lab. I was to say this is this was written and directed, produced, and edited by Morgan Hilby Knight. I think he's the dad of Lydia Knight, who is one of the uh, people that's in the in that make up the band. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the, the red room is in the petri dish. <laughs> I love the look of this video. It's just like, oh, the style of it. Like, it's, I don't know what it is. I can't make it out. It's just like a little bit quicker, the speed of the video yeah. or what, but it's like, oh, it looks great. Yeah, it's like just sped it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean that gives yeah. you a sense, but I mean the the whole the whole uh, yeah, they're, they're, it's reversed some of the of the video and it's but it, it's great that it's all kind of in the red room. Yeah, it's a really place. cool yeah. video, and they kind of have like this uh, white stripes two girl vibe. I mean, yeah. there are two girls, but it's like white stripes reminds me a little bit of. Um, but it's really cool. Yeah, but definitely check those guys out. And anything else, Ben? I mean, I think that's it. I mean, I think I mean people can can write in and tell if us if we miss something. I mean, I mean we definitely miss something. Yes. <laughs> don't even say we miss something because there's hundreds of probably oh, Twin know. Peaks I, references. We picked our favorite. Yeah, we we picked our favorite, and you know who knows if we're still doing this in a year, will we do another one? Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's there, yeah there's a lot I saw and I was like ah, I'm just gonna pick my favorite seven, um, but. It wouldn't be Christmas without a Christmas Carol. Yeah, so uh, you know, we should we should sign off and say where people can find us and how they can reach us. And yes, uh, we are on the Twitter. Uh, ben, you you do such a great job with the Twitter. You're you are like the Twitter mastermind. Oh yeah, right. You are. <laughs> you're the Twitter master. Uh, we're at Twin Peaks Unwrap on Twitter. 
But you can just type the whole thing and you'll and, find us. And you're the Facebook master. And we've been exploding on Facebook. We've been getting more people liking us, uh, yeah. which is really cool. Um, we're at Twin Peaks Unwrapped on uh, Facebook. And you can email us at TwinPeaksUnwrapped at gmail.com. Yep. And we have our website, TwinPeaksUnwrapped.com. And yes. you'll find all of our shows there. You can, of course, find us on iTunes. Where you, We'd love it if you re- review us. Yes. Uh, rate us, review Yes, rate us, review us on iTunes. Let's get the show in the top 50 at some point. And I have to say, this is the last episode of 2015. No, it's not. (laughs) We've got another episode. Next week, we are doing the best of 2015. We've only been doing this. I was testing you. Oh, yeah, I know. That's right, right. I think we've been doing this for six months, and we are going to look back on uh, these past six months and have little clips of us. It's a clip show, really. Yeah, we'll have clips best of us, of. and uh, we'll have uh, some of the interviews we've done in the past. And I think it's a lot of fun just to kind of look back. Maybe some people haven't listened to every single show we've done, and they might be interested. And maybe there'll be a maybe there'll be a few new things. You know, I think. There will be a few new things. There has to be. This is sprinkle. You have to listen to it to hear it, though. Yeah, yeah. And I think anybody who's ever been on the show will make it. Yeah, right? that's pretty the plan. much. That's the plan. If you if, you, if you've been on yeah if you've been on the show, you've been interviewed. The plan is that you, you'll be on the best, best of. of. So I'm 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 excited for everybody to hear next week's show. But in 2016... We're go- we're going back into the show. It's been a while, so we have yeah. the best of, and then we're going back into episode seventeen, and we're yeah. going to take on the Twin Peaks journey and for yet me, again. It, it seemed to just make so much sense to kind of end, and kind of like kind of stop with this year at, at the end of basically the Laura Palmer mystery. Yes, it seemed I like agree. a good a good place to, to 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 take a break and still do these other kind of specialty shows, and then yeah, right when we get back, we'll do a few episodes. Uh, and uh, and then before we get into some other special that we do, yeah. But, yeah. And you know what? It's the holidays. I think this is more uh, laxed. Uh, people don't feel like they have to watch the show. You can just listen to us talk. Yeah. And we'll get back into watching it in January. Cool. So, very exciting. So I think we'll end the show with Twin Peaks Twelve Days of Christmas song. I'm excited to hear this, man. <laughs> Be fun. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy Merry holidays. Merry Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. Diane, on the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead, wrapped in plastic. On the sixth day of Christmas, my sweetheart gave to me six fish and a percolator.
four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven one-armed men, six fish in a percolator, five jelly donuts, four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead wrapped in plastic. Diane, on the eighth day of Christmas, I had a strange dream. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish in a percolator. One ocean. Five jelly donuts. Sorry. Oops. Four talking logs. Three possessed souls. Two secret diaries. And a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the ninth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me nine owls lurking. Eight dancing midgets. Seven one-armed men. Six fish in a percolator. Five jelly donuts four talking logs three possessed souls two secret diaries and a body dead wrapped in plastic on the tenth day of christmas my true love gave to me ten drooling leo nine owls lurking eight dancing midgets seven one-armed men six fish in a percolator five jelly Four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven cherry pies, ten drooling Leo, nine owls lurking, eight dancing midgets, seven one-armed men, six fish in a percolator, five jelly donuts, four talking logs, three possessed Two secret diaries and a body dead wrapped in plastic. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my sweetheart gave to me twelve cups of coffee, lemon cherry pie, ten Julie Leo, nine owls lurking, eight dancing midgets, seven one-armed men, six fish in a percolator. Four talking logs, three possessed souls, two secret diaries, and a body dead wrapped in plastic.